yeah. Reddit.com slash Toxic Men in association with 92.3 K-Rock presents oh, the Emotional God. Slut Podcast. I do not support this, and I am SJ Sun. And I am Woody Foo. In this podcast. Haggling at the Diamond District. Haggling at the Fish Market. Woody gets engaged. And SJ is in the number one show on Netflix and is very anxious about it. Also, this episode is sponsored by the U.S. Army and the Marines. Gatorade. (laughs) Velcro. And Gatorade. And vitamin water. And also Ford F450 trucks. Kill them. And also murder. Welcome to the Emotional Slut Podcast, aka WFW. Yes, the Woody Foo way. The Woody Foo way, which is really just like whenever Woody starts a performance, he stretches yeah. his shoulders and then cracks his neck. Right before shows, sometimes I'll go into pigeon pose. Also, what's oh yoga pigeon pose? Yeah, yoga pigeon pose. Very good for the hips. Um. um uh, so welcome to the Woody Foo way. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like a street name. It, it sounds like um, you pay uh, $12 every month and I send you an audio cassette mm. where I'm like telling you how to live your life. I love that. Like me. How you live your life like me. Yes. Um, um, welcome to the Emotional Podcast. I love how we have to begin every episode by yelling. I know. Just to generate some artificial energy. <laughs> I have had a lot of coffee, but mm-hmm. very little sleep. Um, it's been a long time since I've seen you. Yes, that's right. Seven days. <laughs> <laughs> Seven whole days, one exact week, half a fortnight. Um, what's <laughs> well, going on with you, SJ? How's life? Um, life is good. I think the most exciting thing that's happened to me is I took my niece to the Harry Potter Experience Store in New York City. Whoa. Have you heard of it? No. It's, you haven't? No. Is this like a Instagrammable, like yes. immersive museum experience? It's, it's like a museum, but capitalism. So it's really just a store. Mm-hmm. It's just a giant store of right. like official Harry Potter like things. So like official Slytherin shirts. So how is it more than just a store? Um, they have like a virtual reality experience thing, but like that was sold out. But the, the coolest thing is they have like a wand shop. Yeah. So obviously everything you have to buy, but it is really cool because they worked really hard on the designs for like Flor de la Cours, even Flor's uh, wand yeah. and like Hermione's wand, everyone's wand. This sounds like a pop-up store version of the Wizarding World, the Harry Potter Wizarding World. Yes. Right? It's, it's kind of like that. Okay. There's no, there's no rides though. Right, right. But it's just like all, all the consumerism is available. Yes. Yeah. And so it was like, I felt a little bit like, is this a cheap gift? I gave it to my uh, my niece for her um, ninth birthday. And well, it's funny because the gift is just, you're going shopping. <laughs> it's know. like, there's no, the experience is very I limited. Know. The experience is walking up and down the aisles. Oh my gosh. But what I did is I made a, I took a picture and put it in um, Google Sheets. I, I like made this like happy birthday and a picture of the store. Mm-hmm. We're going. And then I printed it out, gave it to her mm. and she like read it. And like paused and then she jumped on me and hugged me. Oh my God. Like, how old is she? She's nine. Oh, okay. Very cute. And I, I can never forget that. She jumped and hugged me for like five seconds. And she's it, like, I love shopping. Yeah, right, right, right. It was just like, I can't forget that feeling. I was like, oh my God, never let me go. Aww. It was so sweet. So she loved it. Yeah. That's very cute. Yeah. I, for Christmas, got my nephew who's 16. I got him a plastic bag filled with Japanese candy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. I was like I was like this is the perfect gift and the 
I'm wrapping it perfectly. Like uh, when you're 16, you're like, Ugh, like he just wants candy, like weird Japanese candy yes, that I yes. bought. I went to the like this Japanese place by uh, Harold Square, Herald Square and one. I just bought like truly like $50 worth of weird looking oh Japanese candy yes. and just put it in like a thank you for shopping here in New York, like plastic bag and just like tied the, <laughs> the handles together. And I was like, this is for you. Very utilitarian. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Did your mom like her gift? Follow up from last podcast. Did your mom like her gift um, that you gave her, which is the bag? Uh, no, 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 you got no, her no. The I soap. got her soap. I got her soap. And she was like, <laughs> oh, the funny thing is, okay, with that, um, you know, like every room you have, every apartment, you have a box that's filled with nice boxes. Yeah. It's like, oh, this oh, is yeah, like yeah. a perfume box that like, I some per- whatever. Mm-hmm. And, but this box is really nice. So I'm just going to save it in case I ever have to put something in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like a good box. Mm-hmm. So we have one of those. And. I put this soap in one of those good boxes, uh-huh. right? Because I'm like, this is exactly why you have these good boxes. And so my mom <laughs> saw that good box. She's like, ooh, fancy. <laughs> and I was like, actually, that's just a fancy box for the soap. It's oh not, my- it's, it's not, the, the gift itself is not fancy. What kind of box was it? Was it like diptyque or something? It was like atelier something something. Oh, that's a word in French. Yeah, exactly. That means fancy store. It means fancy or store. Or shop. It means Harry Potter's uh, Wizarding World oh in my- French. <laughs> Um, and so she got really excited by the box and I had to like actually walk it back. I was like, uh, actually it's just, the soap is nice, but it's not as nice as the packaging would have you believe. Um, but she did like it. I mean, she was just like, oh, okay, good. Like this is, this is a thing that fulfills my mandate of, um, it's not wasteful. Oh my gosh. So hard. Yeah. But you did good. I did did good. good, I did good in that she was like, okay. (laughs) Not, that, she definitely didn't jump up and hug me. And that's her version of I love you. Right. Yes, exactly. Is okay. Yeah, is okay. Um, okay, so <clears throat> something really big happened to Woody this past two days. Mm-hmm. Wait, this weekend. This weekend, yeah. And wait, how do we say it? Um, I got engaged. <laughs> this is what happened. Uh, I proposed. We need some fanfare. <laughs> Woody got engaged. I got, yeah. <laughs> wow, I didn't know you were fluent in Spanish and Italian. <laughs> Wingardium Engolgianzo. Proposioso. This, this is now Harry Potter, like, wizarding spells. <laughs> oh my gosh, by the way, sorry to steal your thunder, but my niece got the Elder Wand. She chose the Elder Whoa, Wand. Whoa, the cursed one. Yes. The it, one that, like, only belongs to you after you kill the previous owner. It is... The biggest dick. And also bigger than that was Sirius Black's wand. Was bigger and heavier. Just Whoa. such a dick thing. Wow. Okay. Ingagio Ignito. <laughs> okay, so Woody got engaged. I got and engaged. I and like I haven't heard the whole story and I need to hear I got engaged. It. Yes. I proposed. I proposed on New Year's Eve, dear listener. Oh my gosh, how romantic. Um okay, so this is before that, um, I guess I'll do like extended remix version of the story. The before <laughs> that, for the I didn't fully decide to do this until like the first week of December, and then I got really paranoid because I'm like, do I have enough time to actually turn this around? Yeah, and uh, my partner, this was like a big project on your list. Yes, and like, I did it yeah. all by myself too. This is the other Aww. thing, I did it solo. Um, I know you were so quiet about it. I was like, "Hello, Woody, what's up? What do you do? How, what's the ring like? You know?" And you were like, "I don't know. I yeah. don't know yet. I was in. I a, just don't know. I was going through the tunnel. Yeah. Um, and." Uh, my partner told me that she wanted a lab-grown diamond, which, if you don't know, is chemically exactly the same as an earth-grown diamond, except there's no blood. There's no, no bl- bloodshed. There's no gallons of blood uh, uh, generated over Ugh. its creation. Wow. Amazing. Um, 
So I was like, and also it's <laughs> way cheaper than a, than a, a natural diamond. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was very helpful. And she was very specific about the kind of band that she wanted, the setting that the stone goes into. So I had a very specific like thing that I wanted to look for. And mm-hmm. the thing about lab-grown diamonds is that you can find them easily on the internet. Like meaning like because they're lab-grown, they're, the quantity, the supply is higher. Oh, okay. So my specific thing I was looking for was pretty easily found uh-huh. because there's more lab-grown diamonds, but it was harder to find the setting because the setting, the band, was very specific. Okay, okay. So it was actually easier to find the stone than the setting. Uh-huh. So I was doing all this internet research and I'm like, Ugh, I'm not going to be able to get it done in time. This is I was stressing out. And you knew you wanted to propose before the new year. That was the plan, yeah. And then I talked to my friend Nathan, who is married, and he was like, dude, you just got to go to Diamond District. Just do it. Like, and it was something I was putting off because it's so aggressive. Yeah. It's like going to like a Taiwanese night market where like everyone's yelling at you. Yes. And like, it's so, you're just like, I I know. I hate it. I get so intimidated by that stuff. And there's like, yes, the idea of it is very big. I don't like being screamed at. And also you need to like be an aggressive shopper. Like you got to go like Like, chug a coffee and be like game plan. What am I doing? Where am I hitting up the stores? And also like, I got, you know what I mean? You have to be ready to haggle. I'm worried that I'm going to be seen as a chump because of my size. (laughs) You know what I mean? Thank God you're six feet tall. You know, you have that working for you, but immediately you're five, two and you're a fucking chump. They're like, let's, that's interesting because I I take it all as personality. Like, cause you are, you are (laughs) small, but you are fierce. So I feel like you can communicate that. Whereas I'm tall, but I'm very like, I don't know guys. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Well, I, I, the only reason I'm fierce is because I'm overcompensating for my height. This mm. is, uh, I feel like, common to men in dating. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, no, but knowing that I'm going to go into a pressure cooker situation, I feel like I would like weirdly arm myself with more like, you know, anger or yeah, fierceness. Yeah, like, like preemptive and don't it's fuck like, me energy. No one's asking for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm trying to like be less that. But anyway, go on. Yeah. So you're six feet tall. I'm six feet tall. Um, <laughs> My friend Nathan was like, but if you're really, if you're really like put off by Diamond District, go to Zales. At least just go to Zales. Oh, yeah. So I did. I went to Zales. And Zales was kind of like the most easy entryway, 101, you know, uh, way to get into primer and to get into it. Because Zales is like, it's a nice store. Yeah. And like, there's like these women are like, okay, so I'm going to answer all your questions. Yeah. And they're like, okay, th- I told them what I wanted. And they're like, okay, this is going to cost X amount of dollars, which is like, a full ten thousand dollars more than I saw online, so I was like, ah, "Okay, you're paying for ease." Yeah, you're paying for ease of and kindness. Yeah, and, but and, and Zales, I'm just trying to jog my memory. That's that's that place with the commercial that's famous, right? It's like, yeah, I remember it was like Zales this year. Get your bitch a ring here. Get your bitch hot for our ring, bitch. <laughs> I, I like this ad. I just don't know why they say bitch so many times. Yeah, they're trying to get attention. Um, okay, um, so, so I went to Zales. It was wildly overpriced. $1,000? But that was Ew. the thing where I was like, okay, I've done enough research that I know that this is a full ripoff. Yeah. So I'm not going to go here. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to go to fucking Diamond District. Mm-hmm. I went to Diamond District and like I walked in and out. All these guys are like hustling. Yo, my man, what are you looking for? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And you're like, ugh. And then finally I went to this one place. I got really good at like... um uh, succinctly saying what I need, right? I'm looking for a lab-grown diamond, and uh, I'm looking for this color and clarity. And I'm looking for a um, the setting has to be rose gold with a 
half pave mm. with a channel. You know what I mean? I got mm-hmm. very good at like okay. exactly saying what I needed. So I said that to this this one guy. I was like, hey, come on in. I told him this is what the I'm The Diamond for. District guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, we got that. And he's like, um, we got that. And this voice in the back is like, yes. <laughs> And then the guy's like, all right, so like, what, what, tell me about the stone. What do you want? And I'm like, I'm looking for this kind of stone, this kind of cut, blah, blah. And the guy's like, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, we can get that for sure, for sure. And then the voice in the back goes, how much did some other guy tell you for that so I can know whether or not like, I should waste your time? Like, Whoa. I don't want to waste your time. And I was like. So it's all business. Yeah. And actually, I really appreciated that because I was like, there's a guy at least being upfront about the whole thing. Yeah. And I was like, there's. This other person told me X amount of dollars for it. And the guy comes out and goes, I can do that. So then he comes. So like he came out like this. this Wait, so you told him what the competing price was that you had? Yeah. Did you feel weird? Did you feel like you actually needed to lie and say it was lower? I could have, but I was like, I I don't know. I wasn't thinking that much. I was just like, some other one told me this person. That's how much I know I can get it for. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, I can match that. So then he came out. And then this this guy looks like uh, the actor Frank Vincent. From Wait. Goodfellas, get okay. your fucking shine box. Okay, he's the guy Phil Leotardo from The Sopranos. Um, I don't like violence in movies, so I don't know what this is. Okay, well, anyway, he's a big, he's a big guy, okay, and okay. he, um, it's really funny because he's a Russian Jewish guy, uh-huh. uh, very dark skinned, um, and he, his name is Gary, and he runs a shop called Diamonds USA. Ah, uh, so clear cut, simple. It's to like the someone. Point. It's like someone took words from a tag cloud about america yes and then ran it through google translate and it came out <laughs> diamonds usa it's you know it's straight to the point it's like china buffet yeah it's, it's just like, china buffet you know spaghetti there's no store called spaghetti. spaghetti lunch there's i don't know i don't know what the american like white people version of this there is, is. none this is an immigrant thing it this is, is like right. uh we're just gonna take like the two glitziest words and throw them at you like, so you get it best bagel um number one walk yes. yeah 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 pho 34 yes yeah we're on 34th street and we only have pho one option yeah yeah exactly <laughs> um and gary was very good he was very upfront he was very like transparent he was like this is how much i pay for the stone uh-huh. and i need a markup because i need to make money and this is how much i'm charging you and i looked at that and i'm like great oh. you know what i mean i was like I, so nice. I appreciate it because yeah. it's also like with the internet like if i had done this 20 years ago Mm -hmm. right i would be running around town being like okay this is the stone i can get this much and then i have to go to another store and remember that stone in my mind because i don't have a camera on my phone you know what i mean (laughs) yeah right and like consult my notebook and be like am i getting ripped off now it's the internet everyone knows everything information's everywhere so i'm at the end of the day if i do get ripped off it's going to be by like a few hundred bucks it's Mm -hmm. not going to be like Zales being like, we're going to charge you $10,000. I'm like, no, that's wildly overpriced. I will not get ripped off that Yeah, right. So I'm like, at the end of the day, it's just who do you vibe with and who do you want to like go, who do you want to give money to and hope that they can make it happen? I mean, Zales being $10,000 extra, like the value add of Zales, like that you would pay $10,000 extra for is I feel like you're paying for the kind customer service. And like gentle atmosphere. You're you're paying for like the taking care of you, right? There's yeah. like there's a little bit of like pomp and presentation and like yeah. welcome. Like, would you like some cucumber water? Like, yeah, that vibe. As opposed to like Diamond District, where you're like, you know, you're like in a <laughs> you're like in a Egyptian bazaar. And there's like. <laughs> 
things jutting out and people are yelling at you. We are. Were when you walked down Diamond Way, were people like? Was it like that? Were people like yelling at you? No, it's kind of like you go into these mini malls. Yeah. Right. So it's like a big space. It's a big floor. Uh, it's one street, right? Like yeah, it's one 29th street. Twenty ninth street. It's forty seventh. Okay. Uh, off Rockefeller, and so you you what it is is like you'll go into like this kind of floor, and everyone has a booth. So you're like oh. walking around inside a mini mall oh, and everyone has mall. their own booth. I see. And so as you're looking at things, people will be like, hey, how can I help you? Hey, how can I help you? You know what I mean? So how did you choose Gary's booth? I just walked in and I was like, at that point, I was just doing price checks. I was like, can you make the setting? You know what I mean? Because to me, I was like, the stone I can get. Um, anyone can get this. Was he basically. the first one that you saw? No, or he something? was like the fourth or fifth guy I saw. And the other people were like, "We can't do this." The other people were like, "Um, this is what I got," and like, um, and I didn't, I just like didn't like their vibe. Okay, it's vibe. A lot of it is vibe. Okay, okay, um, interesting. Gary was just very upfront, and I was like, "Okay, great. This is, I love this. Mm. You know, uh, this is exactly how I want it." Like. It's a transaction. You don't have to be my pal, but you're very nice. But mm. like to me, it's just like, can this get turned around in time? And can I do I trust you to actually make this setting as per my specifications? Yeah, yeah. So all that happened. Um, oh my God, this is fascinating to me. I know you're going past the we're, we're moving beyond this Diamond Way story, but I'm just like, I just I can't because like. I get so intimidated by by that stuff that I would just I just won't do it. Like okay. that's why you should go with somebody. This is why you, I was dumb go. to not go with someone. I mean. You, oh, so you would have wanted to go with someone. Looking back, I was like, it would have been way more sense if I, especially if I went with someone who's married and like Nathan. has done it before yeah. and like has a sense of it, you know. I remember when I was in Korea, I was in Busan for like a, three years ago and I really wanted a raw fish meal. Like um, there's like, y- you go like to like, or like, you go to like a fishery, like a, a place that has like, wholesale fish or whatever mm-hmm. and you can buy it to take home but also these women will cut it up for you and you can eat it on the top floor with like sauces and lettuce wraps mm-hmm. and stuff I forgot mm-hmm. what the it's like a kind of meal but it's very you know it's like it's very bare bones mm-hmm. but it's like tasty and the freshest fish you'll ever have mm-hmm. and I was like I really want that but like I looked inside it was like this fish bazaar mm-hmm. and all these women with pink gloves on like mm-hmm. ready to slay a fish for you yeah. I'm like Oh God. And so I like actually at first didn't go because I was like, I'm only one person. My Korean is a little shoddy. And like, um, I don't want to be taken advantage of too. I'm like so worried about that. Or spend too much and get the wrong thing. Yes, I get the wrong thing and then you feel like a fool. But see, if you can take all of that away and just like enjoy your experience, like sure, you might get ripped off. You might pay $2 extra for fluke. But like, I don't know. It's like, is the stress worth it? You know? I get what you're saying. I get like that when I go to Chinatown and literally if I'm shopping for like snow peas, (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I'm like, I there's like a there's like boxes of greens, and yeah. I'm like, I know that's bok choy, but could this be snow peas? And then I have to ask the guy and and betray my ignorance. Yeah, you know what I mean. Betray your ignorance. And then what do you mean by that? Like be like, can I get? Do you have snow peas? Yeah. And like if it's there, it's I can there. just point at it. But oh. I'm like, I don't even know if this is snow peas or not. Yeah. So can you tell me more authentic Chinese person? Is it that like you don't want to feel stupid? I just. Yeah, like like I I'm I'm saying out loud, look, I'm Chinese, you're Chinese, but I don't know this oh. thing which is the food of our own people. Yes. 
so there's a little shame. Sure. Yes. Oh my god. Well, then maybe that is kind of like with the Korean ladies at the fish market. I was like, you know, fucking like speaking in you know quasi Korean, and I'm like, can I have this fish? And I was like, is this fish good? What is the fish that I should yeah. get? Yeah. Yeah. And then she's like, this fish, and I was like, is she lying? And it's like, why do I think everyone's against me? It's because of my parenting, my my, my parents, um, thinking that everyone's against you. But anyway, this woman is like, uh, yeah, get this, and like, oh, also I'll throw in a few shrimp for you she just said i'll throw in shrimp like on the house Mm -hmm. and i was like oh nice i'm getting the most getting over you're getting over on something and then the thing is no one else was in the store because it was late at night and so i didn't know what the prices were to compare it to but i just like i'm glad i i'm glad i just chose her and went with it and then ate the fish upstairs but that's a vibe that's again it's like you got the nice vibe from her like, I, like you're like oh, and like okay. what is it? I'm trying to like I I don't know how to describe it's just trust. it. I think it's just trust. You're like okay, I trust you. She was also in proximity, the closest <laughs> to me. So it's convenience and trust. And uh, yeah, it's like she. I guess she was nice. She threw in the shrimp. I was clearly lost, girl. Yeah, lost American girl. I think after a certain point, you have to l- let go of control, also, because I like know. yes, you could have gone systematically up and down and talked to every fishmonger. You know what I mean? And yes. then been like taking notes and then be like, I want to go with number 34. It's like. It's so dumb. You just got to let go. It takes too much time. This is the new mantra. First thought is best thought. 2023, motherfuckers. That's me. I'm going to be getting gypped left and right, but I'm going with the easiest option. Zales, $10,000. Like maybe I would have done it. Like maybe I would have gone with the Zales. I'm going to pay too much for everything. Yeah. Yeah. And that's 2023. Okay. I'm just going to click on the first Google-sponsored ad that comes up on my search, and then that's what I'm buying. I d- humidifiers? I chose the cheapest one without even thinking, mm-hmm. okay? And it's a fine humidifier. So, at least, and I, I saved an hour of my life. Yeah. Um, so I'm sweating right now. I got to cool down. Okay, Woody, please continue. Okay, so <laughs> I I, uh, I got the down, I put the deposit down with Gary, and then so later, I have to go back in. Was it cash or was it credit card? Cash. I, I was Everything cash. cash? Everything cash. Wow. Yeah, I, you got to do cash, dude. Um, okay. And so I went in a couple days later. He had the stone. Okay. He was like, I can get this. Or, or I have these two stones. Which one do you like? I'm like, I'm going with this one. Okay. Then he had to get the setting made. So the band, the ring. Yes. So he calls in this guy. I show him exactly what I want. The guy's like, uh-huh. And I'm like, no reaction from this guy. And then I'm like, I'm like, what's your name? And he's like, Jeff. And I'm like, hey, Jeff, I'm going to shake your hand so you know I'm a person and I'm like engaging with you. And yes, like, yes. you know that this ring actually affects somebody and you're not, I'm not job. You're getting the audience on your side. Yes, I'm getting the audience <laughs> on my side. And I'm like, hey, Jeff. And he's like, uh-huh. I'm like, can you think that this can, you can actually get to turn around by the 30th? And he's like, mm-hmm. I'm like, great, great, great. Love, love, love the confidence, love Jeff. Love it. Um, so he leaves. Uh, and also, by the way, this is the thing about Diamond District is that it is so like I understand Uncut Gems now in a different yeah, way yeah. because it's all fucking guys trying to get over and hustle all the time. Like all these guys, these deals are making, they're really only making like anywhere from like 50 bucks to a couple hundred bucks per sale. Are you, you know serious? I mean? Yes. Like when, the profit, the margin meaning is Meaning that- like Gary with me, he's like, I can get the stone for like X amount of dollars and then my markup is like a few hundred bucks on top of that. Okay. And that's what I'm working for. I'm working to get that few hundred bucks. Wow. Okay. You know what I mean? Right, right. Okay. Um, and so like all these guys are like constantly hustling and like, and they're really good at like human behavior deciphering because they're always trying to sell, you know what I mean? And they're trying to like pinpoint like, are you the person I can sell to? So yeah. for example, I was in Gary's place and while I was like waiting, this other hustler guy comes in oh. and he was like, I saw that chain in the front. 
uh, how much is it? And Gary's like, it's like 500 bucks. And he's like, well, I got this chain. W- would you evaluate my chain? And then like, I'll do a trade in and then like pay the difference in cash. Oh. And Gary's like, all right. And they're doing all this thing. That's so and interesting. then Gary's like, all right, I can give you max this much money for your chain. The guy's like, get out of here. It's my, this chain is better than that. And like, there's all this happening. And like I'm like trading. Okay. And these, these guys are both like pros at haggling, right? Okay. They're just like, no, I'm telling you, I can't pay more than that. Like, Bullshit. I know you can. You know what I mean? Ooh. And I'm like, I would never do this. I would never be like, Gary, bullshit. I'm paying like a thousand dollars less. Did he really less. say bullshit? It was that kind of energy. It was very oh like, I'm a New Yorker. You're a New Yorker. We're two New Yorkers here. Not yeah. polite. Here it is. Let's do it. Just yeah. Like fucking forget about it. Yeah. And then um, the best part was Gary's like, I cannot pay more than this because I got to make money on the right. bottom line. Yeah. And the guy, his response to that was... It's New York City. Everybody makes money. Hey, the person outside on the street pushing a shopping cart filled with recyclable cans, they're making money. So let's talk. And I'm like, what the fuck kind of response is that to his argument? Like, you just said nonsense. You just like word vomited. Like, that's not a logical response to what he's saying. He just took the first thing that he saw outside yeah. and just used that he as just, a justification. He SJ sunned first thought, best thought, and just said whatever was on his mind. Oh my God. That's like word salad. Word salad. And I was watching it and I'm like, God, New York is fucking crazy, man. Yeah. But the thing is, it doesn't matter what he said. It's that he said it. Yeah. So then we can, then they're like, he's, then Gary has to. He's keeping the conversation going. Yeah. And they're the energy alive. And so Gary, even though it was nonsense, Gary has to come back with something. Right, right. What is he going to say? What the fuck did you just say? (laughs) What would he, no, that would, I don't know. Like that would end the, 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 the duel. And the thing is, insanely, that transaction completed successfully. Like at the end of the day, the guy got the thing he wanted. Gary got the thing he wanted and then he gave him some cash. You know what I mean? Like, oh, so there was so there was money exchanged. Yeah, they like did do the deal eventually. Oh my God. How and long did it take? It took like 20 minutes. And I mean, you're on the sidelines watching this? I'm watching. I'm just observing. And the whole time the Gary's like, all right, I got to give you a receipt. So tell me, my friend, what is your address? And the guy's like, I'm not telling you my address. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like all these hustlers like hustling. Yeah, like I'm not telling you where I live. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) And I'm like, God, this this whole world is like wild to me. Yeah. I mean, it's, but okay, it's not built for me. That's, I can't engage in that. That is, I don't like the idea that you have to be able to withstand that kind of transaction or communication well, I mean, to be successful. I didn't do that. Like the thing is, if I came in with that guy's energy, Gary would have treated me a different way. Yeah. Right. But I came in being like, hey, I'm that guy Practical. that diamond that diamond store people in Diamond District love, which is to say a first time buy diamond shopper. Yeah. Yeah. Like a man who's in love looking to buy something. You know what I mean? Like that's like the perfect like mark. Was for he at them. all empathetic? Was there any sort of emotional understanding that he was providing? Because that's what I would need. No, but also <laughs> that but also I will say our relationship changed when like he saw that I was truly interested and like I showed him a picture of my partner Amanda and like Aww. we talked a little then it became a little more like so like uh, how long you've been dating you know there's more personal Aww. information after after it was established that I was going with him got it then he could take down the cloak of right. invisibility right. the cloak of um, whatever is capitalism the cloak of wheeling and dealing right and can be because first he's hustling like are you a customer yeah and then once I gave him the deposit I'm like I actually am a customer then it became like okay so what's your name what's what's the deal here like yeah you know more information god this is fascinating so 
Anyway, Jeff, yes. the the, the get non-verbal the fuck here. ring guy. Yeah. Oh guy no, who, no, the guy Jeff who makes is, the ring. Yeah, yeah. he's like mm-hmm. he comes back. He makes the ring. They what they do is they make a, a wax like three D rendering of it. Okay. Um, to be like for approval. I approve that, and then I get the ring. Okay. Um. Okay. This story is going on, but I'm doing the full story. Well, this is fun. I mean, the diamond thing was just like very interesting to me. So yeah. I, wanna... I mean, it's a crazy thing. Okay. So so the next thing is I wanted to, um have balloons ready for right. her yeah like i wanted to uh, propose out of the home and then we came home as a surprise there'd be balloons set up that my friend would set up while we were gone okay right so the day before which is the 30th of december i go to party city i'm like i need to get three big balloons a big w a big a for my partner and then a big heart right <laughs> and then they're i'm like can it can it be done they're like no it's new year's we can't do it uh. i'm like let me talk to your manager and they're like okay oh the manager comes out i'm like look I'm proposing to my girlfriend. This is a total like rom-com oh. moment. I'm proposing to my girlfriend. This is the ring. I took it out of my pocket because Wait. I just got the ring that day. I'm like, I need this for the proposal. Can you help me? And the manager goes, no. <laughs> they go, no, we can't. You it's tried to bad. like. I know. Convince- I fully like invoked like, ma'am, do you believe in love? Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> and they were like, no. And I was like, okay, okay, great. Was this 14th Street? Yeah, yeah. it was a party city on 14th Street. Oh I was like, great, God. great. Fuck me. Great. Thank you. Thank, yeah, thank yeah. you. Thank they you. Fuck me. fuck you. Goodbye. And then so I left. And then I remembered there, there like on in the West Village on like 8th Street, there was like a party store that has like costuming props and also a huge balloon thing yeah. run by Chinese people. Ah. And then I called them and I'm like, can you do these balloons? And they're like, yeah, come in 10 minutes. <laughs> Yes, Chinese balloon of course, store. Of course. I mean, remember you used Chinese movers, and they were right. also incredibly cheap yep. and amazing. Yep, yep, yep. I don't know about amazing. They were, but they were they good. Were, they did the job. They, they did, did the, the job. job. And I went down. They made the fucking balloons. Is great. Woody, this is hilarious. I love it. I took it home, and then I had to hide them overnight. And so I had to. I enlisted my neighbors. I texted them, being like, "I'm going to put these big balloons outside your door, just so um, my partner doesn't see it." Yeah. Right? They're like, "Great." Okay. So the next day is the thirty first. Uh, the New Year's proposal Eve. day. Yeah. Yes. So uh, we, went, we went to go see the Cape Berlant matinee show at Amazing. two. Amazing. Love it. Um, I knew I was going to propose to her between the Cape Berlant show and coming home. Which is an off-Broadway show in the East Village. Yes. FYI. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but I didn't know where or when. I didn't want to do it. Like, I didn't want to have... I didn't want to be in public. I didn't want a bunch of like yokels being like, oh, that's happening. Let's take a photo. Right, like, right. I don't want to be like, hey, congratulations. Like, it's not for them. You I don't, don't want like a public shenanga. I don't want a shenanga. Yeah, like none of that. You want a private kind of, yeah. Yeah. But I didn't moment. know where it went. So I was like, just after the show, be o- be aware and on the lookout for an opportunity. Uh-huh. So we after the show, we go to this Thai place in the East Village called Terra Thai. Mm. It's tiny. It's a hole in the wall. There's literally just a tiny um, uh, uh, like little, little table booth thing and mm-hmm. two stools and that's it. It's like a counter and two stools. That's the seating. Intimate, beautiful. There's a Thai grandma. Mm. It's like the size of a closet. A Thai grandma making mm. food in the back, and that's it. Mm-hmm. No one in there. There's he- there's a bunch of uh, plants in the window. <sighs> there's a Johnny Cash record playing in the store. Oh my and God. I walk in, I'm like, this vibe is fucking perfect. Plants is Amanda. Record, record store is Woody. Woody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I was fully like, this is perfect vibe it's gonna happen in here yeah we ate and the the food was like like kind of like street food you know it's like yeah. rice with like a hearty like pork thing and like Sauce. some like some like pickled shit on top of it. it was like yes. perfect love it um and then i wasn't <laughs> nervous at all until right before i was going to 
propose. Yeah, and yeah. And then suddenly I was super nervous. So you were like good at just being like enjoying the Caperland show, just mm-hmm. like enjoying the meal. Wasn't thinking about it at all. And then five minutes before it, I knew it had to happen. I was like, fuck. Because oh I didn't God. I didn't practice. I didn't rehearse. You know, I was just going to like let, you know, let Jesus take the wheel. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. I mean, the idea of you rehearsing at home in your little audition studio makes <laughs> With me... the blue backdrop. Yeah, yeah. I'm like taping it being like, mm, is that real? Um, pushing it so we were talking hypothetically like our conversation we were talking about our wedding okay hypothetically because this is something that has been we've been talking about recently because I think also she had an inkling that something like this was going to happen so it's kind of like okay, kind okay. of top of mind for both of us okay, okay, okay. so we're talking about our hypothetical wedding like oh it's sh- like this restaurant is perfect vibe like plants like good food blah 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 yeah and I'm like in my brain I'm like half in the conversation because I'm like it's going to happen and so I go yeah well you know we'd have to be married first Right. In my mind, because I'm transitioning to like, and therefore I will propose to you now. Woody's a conversationalist who always loves a segue. Yeah, I love a segue. This is perfect. But I said that and she was like, yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> what What the fuck? Like, obviously, we're, to- <laughs> the conversation we're talking about, the given premise is that we're married. So assume, yes, in this hypothetical, we are married. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like if I was like, hey, SJ, we're recording this podcast right now. But like, first, we have to have a podcast. <laughs> And you're like, what? Shut up, yes. asshole. Yes, obviously. So I'm like, so I'm like, we have to get ma- we would have to be married. And she's like, yeah, I know. And then and then my brain blacked out. Okay. I like stopped functioning. 15 years of improv training out the window. <laughs> so much money. So much money. <laughs> completely bi- abandoned me in my moment of need. Oh my god. And I and I take out um the box from my hoodie pocket. Yes, dear listener, I was wearing a hoodie. And then I took out <laughs> I took out the box and I just go engaged. <laughs> And then oh my God. I didn't open the box because I was brain dead. And so it was I a just, black velvet so box I just took that was little, obviously a ring yes, box. Yes, yes. Okay. So I took out a black velvet box and closed and said engaged. That's that's what happened. And then Amanda, um, she goes, I fucking knew it. And then she started crying. Aww. And then I started crying. And then I took out uh, some Kleenex because I knew she would cry. Um, Prepared. The box is still closed, by the way. And, and then, all you've said is engaged. Yeah, exactly. And it's a past tense word. Yes. It, it's like if you had filmed it, you could play it back in slow motion like a football commentator being encircling the moments where it went wrong. You know what I mean? Like it was just a series of breaking everything. Because like in Random a traditional words. engagement, yeah, yeah. you get down on, you t- you yeah, get down on one knee, uh-huh. you take the box out so they see the rock, right, and then you right. say, will you marry me? Right, right? right. I did none of those things. Yeah. I didn't get down on one knee. Yeah. You know what I mean? I did everything out of you order. You said the final product that would happen in one day, which is engaged. Yeah. yeah. Like- I did it all out of order <laughs> and like abstractly. So... Um, so then, uh, so, okay, then I finally go, will you marry me? She says, yes. Oh, God. And then suddenly, now that the objective has been achieved, my brain turns back on. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, wait, I didn't even show you the fucking ring. So then I open the ring and then she's like, I love the ring. It's great. <sighs> blah, blah. And then, uh, the, the Thai grandma took a photo of us, mm. um, I sent it to my mom. Her, my mom's reaction was, why did you get married in a greenhouse? Because there's all the plants in the background. Why did you get married? That's her first <laughs> that was, reaction. No, there's a reaction. Uh, um, Mrs. Fu. And that was it. And then we came home and the balloons were set up and then we had like a New Year's party. It was great. <gasps> oh my great. gosh. I will say, okay, a couple things. I was really worried that I'd given it away 
uh, beforehand yeah. because of like there's a time where I was like bringing one of her rings to get fitted so I can knew her ring size and it was in my bag and she saw it or I thought she saw it <gasps> you know what I mean but she didn't see it okay. but I was like worried oh I was like obviously she knows you know what I mean another thing is that like I had been Googling for rings, not in incognito mode. I've been Googling regular. And so that means every one of my fucking ads are like rings, 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 rings. Oh, shit. You know what I mean? And there was a time where like... And she saw that? Well, I don't know. I was very careful about it. Okay. But one time oh my God. on our TV, she's like, let's <gasps> put on one of those Yuletide log videos. Oh, my God. And my YouTube, video, my YouTube account is tied to it. I'm like, okay. And in my brain, I'm like, fuck, 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 fuck. It's going to show up with like a ring, like yeah. how to propose. So she, so she looks for it and searches it. And of course, oh no. the 15 second pre-roll video for the YouTube, for the Yuletide log is fucking like clean origin diamond engagement rings when you're going to get fucking engaged oh my make sure you get one of these fucking rings so, which are made of fucking the internet diamond. gave it away yes the and google the, gave it away and she said she knew it because like i didn't make a joke or anything i didn't say anything i just like quietly like let's just <laughs> pretend this never happened <laughs> and the, and the other thing the kicker that she that convinced her was that she asked me, hey, should I get a manicure or a massage? Because I'm really stressed out. And uh -huh. I said, manicure. Oh, my God. And did you say manicure because of the ring thing? I wasn't even thinking about it, but I mean, Subconsciously, probably, you yeah. were like... And then she was like, oh, okay. It's going to happen. Oh, my God. This is such a crazy story. I cannot believe YouTube gave it away. Mm -hmm. These robots in our houses... The fucking algorithm... There's just, oh my, my goodness. I should have done everything in incognito mode. That was on me. What is incognito? That's the black mode? It's like dark gray? It's like it doesn't record. Uh, like your history? If you're in regular Chrome, yeah. it documents all your, everything. And in incognito. So it, you won't get ads and stuff? Yeah, it does not oh, record it. Okay. Oh my gosh, Woody. <sighs> and now we're engaged. Incredible. Now you are engaged. Now we are engaged. <laughs> the now word. Engaged. Engaged. Uh, oh, I was yay. so relieved, dude. I oh. was so relieved. I was like fucking because I was never worried. Yeah. I was never like worried in the sense that like she would say no. I was more worried that I would like do it in an embarrassing or stupid or wrong way. Yeah. And it turns out I did do it in a stupid, embarrassing and wrong way. And she didn't care. Well, I don't think it's stupid and wrong. That I think it's just. It well, was it was just, genuine, but it was, it was very, very like, genuine. Yeah. It was very like. like yeah. But also I was thinking like you as a person is like practical and pragmatic mm -hmm. and like you hit your lines, you hit your mark. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Watch Woody like Fu in Spirited says. and uh, in a movie called Spirited on Apple TV. On Apple TV, he hits all his marks and he's also great and funny. But like also like because you're that the fact that your actual engagement when you did it, like, will you marry me, like, came off a little bit, like, illogical. Oh, it was just, uh, yeah, it was just like... It was like your id. It was like emotionally, like, just... It was a It was gut. like a four-year-old version. Gut, not brain. Yeah. yeah, like, gut, just saying words, not thinking, and I just find that really, really cute. I, f I bet you that was really sweet to Amanda. Yeah, well, she said right before I actually took out the ring, I was, I had this look of such tension and, like... Like she was like, what is about to happen? Because this moment is so intense because he's like clearly like so in this moment that he can't even think or say words. Oh, my goodness. I would be like, wait, are you going to break up with me? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Well, that was because I, I talked to other friends and they were like, if if you give a big speech before you propose, 
typically like the your partner who's hearing it is like what's happening yeah what are, where are you going with this and I'm not really listening to what you're saying because I'm trying to figure out where you're going with yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. And then when you take out the ring, it el- it erases all of that because you're like, holy shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like any prepared speech generally, I think, doesn't even register. And can I even say that just the look on your face said a thousand right. words? Right, 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 right. You don't, you, you, you show you didn't tell. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah, like, like. This is visual storytelling. Yeah, uh, moth story slam champions take note. <laughs> Yeah, you don't have to like over explicate. She just sees your face mm-hmm. and she's like, baby, I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is good. <laughs> Yay, Woody, I'm so happy Yay. for you. Yay. That's the story. Oh my goodness. Now you don't have to say it a thousand times. Yeah, now I just tell people, I'll just direct people to this episode. Send them a long voice memo of this. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, 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 vocal exercise. Vocal teaching. exercise. Um, so, speaking of Woody Fu on Apple TV on Spirited, let's talk about SJ Sun. Oh my gosh! On Netflix on uh, Kaleidoscope. Wow, what a great segue! So good. Thank you. Um, okay, so something that I've been dealing with. A, I feel a little high right now because I smoked before bed last night, and I still feel a little bit of like a hmm. Mm. But I don't think I am. I'm just mm. feeling a little tired, so that's my my voice is a little deeper right now. I'm not high. <laughs> I'm not. You hear that? FDA. Every- <laughs> uh, I mean uh, FDA. DEA. DEA. Imagine they knocked on the door. Yeah. Um, they knocked on the door and they're like, "We're the FDA. <laughs> is there expired food in here?" <laughs> Well, I did just eat a fucking old egg. I hope I don't shit my pants on my way home. Um, okay, so what I've been dealing with is Kaleidoscope, this new show on Netflix that I shot like 10 to 12 months ago. And this is one of the biggest roles you've had. Yeah, right? like biggest in, role in I've had in a show, recurring role. I'm in four of the eight episodes. Mm-hmm. Can you believe? Mm-hmm. Good, good. And um, I knew this show was going to be big because Giancarlo Esposito is in it. AKA and it's Gus like Fring. Gus Fring from Breaking Bad. Um, and just like big cast, very like big flashy cast. And um, it was an expensive show, mm-hmm. like lots of money. And Netflix is trying out this new uh, format where a TV series can be watched in any order. Mm-hmm. So it's not like linear. It's um, You can watch episode yellow, then episode blue, then episode green. But if you decide to watch episode red first, it also makes sense. So mm-hmm. like it's like a choose your own adventure, kind mm-hmm. of like that Bandersnatch um, mm-hmm. Black Mirror thing. Mm-hmm. So I knew it was going to be big and it's like a lot of money and I knew they're going to market it really well. And ergo, it is the number one show in America and worldwide on Netflix. Yeah. Can yeah. you believe? Well, because they also, when they decide they want a show to be big, <laughs> they make it number one. That's... Like, they can just say it's number one and then it becomes number one. <laughs> yes. It's like when Queen's Gambit was like number one. They're like, this is our show. This is our pre- this is our prestige show right now. We're going to put all the money behind yeah. it. And like, who knows? They could even lie and say it's number one when it's not even number one. Right. <laughs> but because I, you, you'll never know. I, I doubt that. But no, but it's like, also, it's a great show. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it came out. On January 1st, so it was like a very flashy date for it mm, to come out on, right. you know? And everyone is like hungover or whatever and watching the show. And like it's doing really well. There's like a lot of internet conversation about what's the best way to watch the show and mm-hmm. in, in what order. And um, I don't know. Okay, so the thing is, how do I come into play about this? I'm like, I'm feeling so much anxiety about the show just because like, yes, I'm in it. And it's like, A, is my performance good? Mm-hmm. Uh like 
am I going to immediately think of ways I could have done that performance better? Mm-hmm. I was also worried that I was going to be cut out of things. Yep, yep. But then I confirmed that I wasn't cut out of things. And that's a whole thing for actors is like, you don't get told if you're cut out of things. Yeah. Like I've been cut out of like literally like, four things yeah. which yeah. I, I don't know why it keeps it, I shouldn't brag about that but <laughs> <laughs> my first three things I got cast in I was cut out of and it's incredibly disappointing yeah. because it's, you wait six months or longer for it to come out and then you excitedly watch the episode up until the moment you're supposed to appear and then it just cuts to the next scene yes and then if you you know told your friends god forbid you you know are excited about your work you tell your friends or your family yeah. and then they tell you yeah, yeah. Um, you're not in it and you're yeah. like oh my god um and so, yeah, basically, uh, there. so that I... So there's a lot of, like, imposter syndrome anxiety. Yeah, I, like, went over that hurdle because I saw, hey, my perform- I like my performance, I wasn't cut out, and, like, whatever. And I guess the other thing is, like, also, it's, like, there's so much press happening, mm-hmm. and I'm, like, where's my press? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. oh, should I have hired a PR person? Right. Then my agent was, like, I don't think so. I don't right. think it would have wor- been worth the cost. That's what you told me Should yesterday. Should you have created your own deadline article in Photoshop <laughs> and then posted it? Which, you know, there's a whole thing about making your own PR. Mm-hmm. Like, as actors, we're always hustling and you kind of can never become comfortable with, you know, your team working for you because yeah. at the end of the day, you're the boss yeah. and no one cares about you more than you, right? So I think that's what I've been, I'm like, should I be actively pushing mm-hmm. like uh, posting shit yeah. and like y- should I make a video about myself and yeah. how I prepared for that you know like things yeah, like absolutely things and I was gonna say gimmicky but it's actually truth like mm-hmm. things that well, you want to celebrate yourself still, yes it's a celebration of yourself and it's an, an acknowledgement that you did accomplish the thing and you did a good job exactly oh and by the way my therapist told me yesterday the definition of trauma is an event happening to you and you not being believed. And I was like, mm. we were talking about something else. Um, but not saying that this, I'm t- traumatized every day, but the idea of like something happening and then everyone acting like it didn't happen or something mm. like that. Like, that's why I feel like you have to continue to believe that your work exists. Mm. So you're saying in this scenario that you would be self-traumatizing because like you book something on um, Kaleidoscope, but then... Don't promote it. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Like, like by not acknowledging it, that is inflicting a form of trauma. Well, I don't know if I would say trauma, but it's a little bit, it's a little upsetting. Right. Like if I don't, you know, it's like I shoot something, I spend six months shooting it, I make incredible relationships with the actors, I have a great time. Then like a year later it comes out and I act like nothing happened. Yeah. Then it's like, what am, I'm helping no one but my, it's, I'm this screwing is a, myself. This is a real struggle too, because this is with me with Spirited too. I was like... I was very proud of it when I got it. And when I shot it, I was very excited. Yeah. Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds, like huge cast. Mm-hmm. Glitzy, expensive. Yes. Same thing. It's like a big project that Apple's spending money to, to do. That yes. they want to make a big thing. And then when it comes out, I'm like really like, I obsess, I'm watching it and I'm, I'm obsessed with like, that's why I, I told you, like you have to watch it with somebody. Because yes. if you watch it by yourself, you're just going to focus on the negative. Yeah. And I watched it with uh, my partner and like my nephews. And so it was social, right? I, w- I wasn't... And a- they're not in the industry. Yes. Yeah, exactly. They're not in the biz. Exactly. Because I know if when I watch it, the first thing I think is like, oh, my performance is too whatever, or yeah. I'm not whatever enough, or like, is that it? Or like, Woody, this was your chance and you blew it, etc. But that's just the person projecting their own fear onto their own performance, as opposed to anyone else being like, hey, 
I saw it and it was good because yeah. I saw you and I know yeah. you. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, for example, for, so with Spirited, like, I've had more people reach out to me being like, holy shit, I just saw Spirit and you're in it. Yeah. Great job. And like, that's it. You know Uh what I mean? And that is like, it just speaks to like the the gulf between your experience and other people's experiences. Right. My experience is like, fucked up. I fucked up there. I fucked up there. Oh, I I should have like looked here at this moment. I wasn't whatever enough. And then other people's experiences of it are like, oh, that's SJ. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good. That's I, SJ. I know. I know. So it's like a completely different bar of satisfaction. And also like, I so I did watch the, my like my bigger episode, which is Yellow, Yellow with a friend. Asian Pride. <laughs> I know. So, whatever. Um, no, it, it wasn't anything. But I watched it with a friend who is not, who who is a medical professional. Mm-hmm. You know, totally different. And it, it was, was like, medically, this episode is quite sound. <laughs> this works great. This feels healthy. Yeah. <laughs> no, so she, and it was, it was so great. She was just like so happy to see me. Mm-hmm. And then she was just like, oh my God, your hair. Mm-hmm. Your hair is amazing. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but what about what about when I said this line? You're like, do you believe me when I said that line? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> did it feel truthful? Because I'm just trying to like exude truth and authenticity. She was like, I guess, but your hair. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And she was like, wow, the first thing I see when you're on camera is your hair, because it's a it's a profile shot. And I can just tell your character because of your hair. <laughs> that was what she said. And I was like, okay. <laughs> How do I use this? How do I? And I was like, is this good or is this bad? Or is, it just is, right? That's what my therapist said. And whatever. And so I'm like, okay. So, you know, watched it with a friend. It was confirmed, not cut out. I was happy with my performance. Yeah. She was so supportive and like post, you know what I mean? Like posted shit and it felt really good. And um, I guess like now what I'm dealing with is like, how excited should I be? Did you just do a baby burp? I did do a baby burp. I was hoping I would oh. like kind of slide by it, but here we are talking about it. That was the cutest little thing. I was hoping we'd just coast on right by it. No, I'm not no, going to. I'm going to do a moment. That means I can baby fart right into the camera, uh, to the microphone sure. later. Sure. When you freebie. least expect you have a freebie. it. freebie. So I, I, I feel like, oh, okay, the, the show is unraveling. People are watching it. People are DMing me, you know, strangers and friends. You know, I'm getting <laughs> emails um, from random people. <laughs> Greetings, Su Jung Sun. Exactly. I am a producer for a film company Not and even. saw your performance. Not even producer, just uh, no, no name of what they are. Pictures of a, <laughs> a new AI app. They took my photo or something and what? made me into an AI. Who? Who did? Some just random, a random person. Like a fan or like? I, a fan, a fan. Okay. Was just like. Here, you know, here's all these photos that this new AI app can do. And they're all of of me. I think of me. And it's a, it's a little creepy. And I was like, is this fame? Oh, my. It is kind this of is. success? This is really funny because this is something my aunt does. Like, I remember when I first, <laughs> my very first commercial that I booked, I, it's like a, for a football commercial. It's like NBC football or something. Yeah, I'm yeah. on frame. I'm on screen for literally Less than one second. Uh-huh. I'm like half a face. There's like a crowded elevator shot uh-huh. and I'm in the background uh-huh. and my face is obscured half the time by somebody else. And there's like less than one second where my face is in frame. And when I sent that to her, she sent back like 70 screen grabs <laughs> frame by frame of the only times you see me oh, in that thing. You know so what I mean? Sweet. And it was like, oh, I guess this is, I guess this is a celebration. Yeah. Of it. Like, yeah. But this is, you know, I like it. You know, I, 
I know it's ridiculous, but I like that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm a performer for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, like, you know, the AI app guy with 70 photos of me as a cartoon. And then another person just took a screen grab of a photo from my website and was like, you look hot here. <laughs> wow. And I was like, nice. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm not too good above this to right, not right, appreciate right, right. the fan, the weird fan stuff. Right, right. And and then okay so then this this rolls into am I ashamed of liking this stuff? No, I'm not ashamed. You know why? Fuck everyone. Mm-hmm. Secondly, um should I be pushing my PR more? Mm. Because uh you know, it's not like I'm big enough to have like lots of articles and stuff. So should I be you know, reaching out to the Korea Times? Right. <laughs> And you laugh, but I did that last night, what? bitch. Really? Wait, I, is this a Korean Korean newspaper or is this a Korean American newspaper? Korean Korean. There's oh no Korean God. American newspaper this is yet. Amazing. This is amazing. Woody, I, I, thought, I thought you would really like this. I will say, uh, when I was touring my show Asian Gracefully, my first one-person show, um, and I went and I like, went to like Toronto Sketchfest or something. I did do an interview with the Scarsdale Inquirer, yes! which is like my hometown newspaper. How did you get that? Did your mom put you up for that? I don't think so. I, uh, I, you know what? I think what it was was I hired a PR firm. Oh my god! I hired somebody to try to get oh smart to get some buzz this is and they just like reached out to like a handful of outlets and that was one of them you know you hire a company or you push it yourself and then because you know child of immigrants you know am i being left behind Mm -hmm. i have to try harder than everyone else because Mm -hmm. i'm a woman of color like Mm -hmm. and also not famous (laughs) (laughs) that's your intersectionality is that you're a woman of color and not famous um speaking of color who's not famous <laughs> it's actually a really hard life that i have okay so <laughs> but i'm serious like so i was like literally like last night i was in bed and i was like um i seem to care a lot about this so should i be should i reach out to the korea times because they wrote up something my mom i think my mom knows someone there oh my god you please follow up with this and make it a thing be- and so we can check back on this next episode because that is amazing like oh if, even if they interview you and there's a photo of you in the korean times yeah it's amazing that's what i'm saying right so win. i i and i cold emailed i also um emailed um kimmy yam of uh uh huffpo Next and oh, okay uh she's like a journalist for um nbc news asian mm-hmm. america yep, yep. and she you know i reached did out to you, did her did you do the facebook posts did you do the asian american facebook posts? i didn't maybe i should do that i mean i well, this is I part will of say, the, the diy rollout campaign yeah, yeah. for the, asian people i will yeah it is it is like <laughs> when you're an asian creator like your your resources are limited yeah you're like you, there's seventeen thousand facebook groups that's like asian american performers in comedy new york city america yeah film and festival asian american performers in drama new york city america you know what I mean? <laughs> there's a million of them yeah and there's all kinds of cross posting that happens in them but like but then after that, it's like, okay, there's HuffPost. There's, does that even exist anymore? There's like Next Shark, which honestly, none of us are big enough for Next Shark because we're not like Simu Lu or something or, or, or Constance Wu. And then... Wait, that's a really good idea. Maybe I should reach out to Next, Next Shark. You should try. I mean, I definitely Writing tried. Writing it down. I definitely, definitely tried. But I'm... But they're also like, no, we don't... This is too fucking tiddlywinks for us. Like, Yeah. I mean, it's it's so... But the thing is, it's always worth a shot. Totally forgot. Angry Asian man. Angry Asian also man. is another thing sure. I'm writing down. Angry mm-hmm. Asian man. But um, regarding the Korea Times, like responded to me within five minutes yeah. and was like, "Can you give me more information?" Blah blah blah. And I was yeah. like, "Oh my god, you're taking this seriously." The reason I reached and the Korea Times, like the reason I care about that is because in K Town, that's what the newspaper yeah. you see on the floor. Yeah. 
That's the one that's been discarded as trash <laughs> on the floor. No, it's like oh, some Harry Potter reference, like under, undesirable number one, like mm-hmm. the Daily Prophet. So it's like on 32nd Street. And the other thing is Greta Lee has been a huge um, role model for me, the actress, mm-hmm. lady, um, Greta Lee. And I remember seeing, she had a whole write-up in the Korea Times for mm. uh, fucking the Russian doll yeah. or when K-Town. You know, you need to replace your vision board. Take Deadline article off and put Korea Times on. <laughs> Well, see, I laugh, but maybe that's better. You should do a vision board where you Photoshop yourself on the Korea Times. <laughs> this is this is what I aspire to. You, but see, this is but this is real. What is my unique selling point? Mm-hmm. There's a term for in business like unique selling. Mm-hmm. Your your offer, your value. But it's like. Yes, I am Korean. And in the show, we speak in Korean. Mm-hmm. And yeah. my sister is Korean. Yes, yes. And the thing is, I think the Korea Times like would jump at that because Netflix is a big thing. And it's like there is value for them yeah. to report on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, my gosh. But there's always like kind of some, um, what's it called? Like translation errors that mm-hmm. happen which mm-hmm. is like sometimes funny like yeah. for example like a write-up of me in another Korean like magazine that my mom <laughs> facilitated Mm -hmm. it said that i went to nyu for acting Mm -hmm. which is not true at all yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) i went to new york for acting but not nyu like famous acting school so um anyway this is all just like very funny but i do think uh to the broader point it's like the being in charge of your own pr is like it's something that you have to be okay with. Like, you should only do as much as you're okay with. If it starts being like, right. fucking, I hate this. Yes. You know what I mean? It's not worth doing. Or, Nor is it worth doing if you're like, I'm now starting to feel icky about like yes. who I'm reaching out to and what I'm saying to them. Like, it all has to feel, you all have to be, you got to make peace with it with every individual thing that you're doing. It you is know? like asking you to do a gut check every step of the yes. way. Do you like this Because it's not a monolith. It's not like, okay, I'm going to be all in on promotion and that's it. Wait, it's not a like, monolith? Meaning like each <laughs> individual <laughs> transaction. You know what I mean? No, like, I know. It, you, you trying to sell yourself to Korea Times is, you, is different than you trying to sell yourself to like deadline. Yeah. You know what I mean? And what you say and how you present yourself and like you got to be okay with all that. Yeah. I mean, it like kind of relates to my first thought is best thought mm-hmm. thing. Like I was just like, launching emails that like felt fine i was like this is easy to do this feels you know spiritually (laughs) correct to Mm -hmm, do mm -hmm. and then it's like once it doesn't feel good anymore like i'm even thinking you and diamond way like choosing gary like you could have gone to all 33 okay i'm talking about me at the fish market actually Mm -hmm. i could have gone to all self-referential 33 fish ladies but i just went to the one that was kind of the easiest and i don't know like i immediately hit it hit it off whatever mm-hmm. but does that make sense yeah, i don't know if it's check. like a it's a gut check it's a vibe it's also like where you your level of exhaustion at that particular moment and then the other thing is okay can i just counteract this with earned media like you're not trying people are just coming to you mm-hmm. with stuff which is always what my managers are like you know like it's always a good sign when people want you right, without right. you even knowing yeah. and i'm like okay as a woman of color Who's Who's not not famous. famous. (laughs) I can't wait around for that. You want me to like be patient? But this is the struggle of life for me. The binary wait or wait and be patient or try hard and um, get tired. Yeah. 
it's it's exhausting because it's also like so, I'm tired. It's so well, limited right too because it's like even with Spirited, I'm like, oh, I feel really good about this, but like the project is over. Like meaning like it's not Christmas anymore. No, that that the the buzz around that movie is now dying down. Right, like no one's checking for it, and so like I'm not trying to like make people I'm not trying to like create things to have people watch it because uh-huh. the the topicality and urgency of it is mm, gone mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so it's like you're doing a lot of work just to create a lot a lot of mo- uh, some momentum for like a limited moment yeah know? and I don't like the idea that I have to do this this week right. or else it's over right and that's like almost like a is it it's obsessive or Korean American like you know like Asian American like you missed your, you got one shot, baby. You missed it. It mm-hmm. was last week. Mm-hmm. It's over. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, I don't want to like live in like this kind of urgency, like fire under my ass. Like, I don't know. So that's, that's why I'm feeling like, you know, kind of anxious, like every day since Jan one. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my truth. An- anxiety today, every day. Every that's day. my new, that's 2023. Wow. Going to 2023. PSA. Like, that's mm-hmm. a nonprofit PSA. Fantastic. Um, speaking as a man of color wow. who's not famous. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> that's my intersectionality. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's where I'm at. But, you know, honestly, it'll, it's, I'm, I'll probably be fine. <laughs> I'll probably be Sorry, fine, you didn't fine. finish that sentence strong. You just kind of drifted off yeah. and looked into the corner. I passed out and yeah. now I'm back. Um, I probably will be fine tomorrow, but you know, it's just every day is a new day. <laughs> I'm sorry. I like didn't know what to say, but every day is a it's new true. day. That's true fact. That's true fact. show's over what a doozy that was a doozy of a show that was fucking jam-packed with content tired uh okay so um well we have some promotions yes we have some promotions um main one is that woody and i are doing a solo show well kind of like what do you call it we're sharing an hour that's what it is we have we each have a solo show and we're sharing an hour uh at the magnet theater in new york city 29th street and 8th avenue on january 20th 10 p.m a late show come to our show it's gonna be so fun yes a little teaser my show is going to be about my relationship with my dad and his hoarding and my show is about my version of how a date happened to me <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, without getting without spoiling anything yes. um but we're working very hard on it we think the shows are very funny and worth seeing if you're in new york please come by uh we'll put a link to it in the 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 podcast description um also two other things oh if you're a musician do we still want to do this if you're a musician yes out there asian american musician hey email us at uh, sj and woody at gmail.com because uh, we're always looking for interstitial music for these episodes yes that would be so great instead of ripping it off youtube <laughs> um and anything else no uh watch kaleidoscope on netflix which is the number one show just number like korea's number one on netflix it's really fun i'm in episode yellow blue white and red please watch those Hell, yellow blue white and red oh yes. my god asian american yellow and the flag of america and, red, white, and korea's blue. red white and blue with plus black mm-hmm. fantastic wow <laughs> meant to be um i'm sj sun at sj sun my son on IG yes, and, and I'm Woody Foo at Woody Foo on IG and the two of us are at SJ and Woody on IG yay thanks for listening we love you bye bye